Maverick. Did you just say Maverick? Maverick. So, so this was uh, this is my Maverick story. So my neighbor Brian was like, when we went and saw Doctor Strange two, he he we both saw the trailer for Maverick, and we we're both just like, holy fuck! Like, I want to see this movie so badly. And he was like, I can't wait to see this movie, right? So, like, you were like, yeah, I saw it with my dad. And I was like, okay, great. And then I was like, you know what? Dude, have you seen it yet? Uh, He was out of town. He came back in, and I said, have you seen it? And he said, no, was it awesome? And I said, that's just it. I haven't seen it yet. Would you like to see it? And originally, I had said, like, Sunday that just passed. Yeah. He goes, no, I'm busy Sunday. So I said, okay, well, what about Tuesday? And he goes, yeah, Tuesday, fine. Buy the tickets. Everything's good, right? And about midway through Tuesday, he's just like, I'm stuck out in the bush. I don't know if I'll be able to make it back in time for seven. You know, uh, is there anyone else I can go with you? Do you want, like, did you already buy the tickets? Do you want to, you know, I can e-transfer you the money? I was like, dude, I don't really care. Like, just, you know, the movie's at seven. Just do your best. Like, get there whenever you can type of thing. He's just like, yeah, but I'll be in my bush gear. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. Mm. Just if you can show up, show up. So, of course, you know, it's all electronic, right? So I got the email. The worst part is it wasn't in the AVX. So, yeah, it's not now. Yeah. Yeah. So, even though you can pre purchase the tickets and you have your seats or whatever, they do it a little bit differently because, like, with AVX, you get like separate tickets, right? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas when you do it in a regular theater, it's just one email with both tickets, right? Oh, really? Yeah, which I thought was really weird. See, I usually buy mine off the app, and then it gives me the, the tickets on the app. Well, as I did. I, I bought it on the app. Yeah. But it gives me the one email, but both tickets were in, right? Oh, that's strange. Yeah. So, because my thought process was, what I'll do is, like, if you're not there you by the 7, yeah. then I'll just, I'll go in, and then I'll send you the ticket, and you can just come in afterwards, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, because of the way they do it that way. So I go in to scan and then the guy's about to scan the second one. And I was like, hold on a second. My buddy's going to be coming a little bit later. So I'm just going to send this to him. And then, you know, he'll come by later whenever he can. And he's just like, like, he literally was like, uh, I, I don't, I don't think that we can do that. And I was like, but like, what do you mean? Like, I can't send him the ticket? And he's just like, uh, I, I was like, okay, well, you know what? It's still early. Like, I, I was there, like, uh, I was there, like, five to seven, right? Okay. So like, you know what? It's still early. So I'm just, I'll go wait for him. And then, uh, you know, I'll be back in a bit, right? So I come back and I just like, okay, well, you know what? He's not here yet. So I'm going to go in. But like, is you sure there's no way I can just send him this? And he's, And he's just like, no, but I'll tell you what I can do. Uh, you leave, like, you just tell him to see me and, uh, you know, leave his name. And then I'll just, I'll, I'll know that it, you know, that you already paid for the tickets or whatever. And I was just like, oh, okay, fine. He's like, yeah, okay. And then I'm like, uh, would you like his name? <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I would. I was like, okay, so his name's Brian Douglas. And, uh, so when he shows up, you just, you know, just send him on in. And of course, like I message, uh, you know, Laura, his wife, and I message him both like, just in case he doesn't get this, but it's, you know, uh, movie theater three, 
it's D1 and D2. The guy at the, the ticket checker guy will knows, like I left your name there so he knows that you're to come later, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, I go in, uh, I watch the movie. I watch uh, the official trailer for Mission Impossible. Not oh, the yeah. Trailer, but the actual official trailer. Um, so like 2023, I'm done with 2022 now. Like, let's just fast forward to 2023, <laughs> July, so I can watch Dead Reckoning Part One. Yeah. I don't like that it's Dead Reckoning Part One, but uh, yeah. regardless, uh, I can't wait for that movie. Like, I really oh, absolutely can't insane. wait for that fucking movie. But anyway, so long story short, he doesn't get out of the bush until like nine, eh? Oh, fuck. Yeah, so well, I mean, like after about like I thought I was checking my phone, right? Yeah. But after like half hour into the movie, I was like, well, you know what? Like, whatever. It's yeah, it yeah, is what yeah. it is, right? So of course he's just like, Oh, I'm sorry, like, you know, uh beer's on me or whatever. And I was like, dude, like it's not a big deal, you know, shit happens. You know what? Like, to be honest, once I have access to the movie on my Plex shared server, you're more than welcome to come over and watch the movie. Or, you know, like if you want to buy tickets before it goes out of the theater. I'll be more than happy to go see that movie again. You know, that kind of thing, right? Yeah. So anyway, long story short, I went to that movie, saw it all by myself. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I think the fifth or sixth person in the whole theater that had a mask on. I was like, like, Jesus Christ. Is it pretty full crowd in there still? Yeah, it was pretty, still pretty backed. Yeah. Backed. Yeah. yeah that movie's um, bringing in cash. Holy shit. And so, my theory for that is kind of, the, it, I think it's because it's the same thing for James Bond, where this movie skews older. Yeah. But this movie came out at a point where now people don't care about, people are officially done with COVID. So, it doesn't really matter at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, so now, like, that's one of the reasons why this is making so much money. And, Mm. like, not to knock No Time to Die, because it made a shit ton of money, considering the circumstances, but it would have made more had it been similar circumstances like this. Yeah, if it would have came out later, it would, for sure. Yeah. So, but having said that, guys, this is a long, interesting opening, which I'm sure you're used to by now, for a movie called Top Gun Maverick. Come out in 2022. Budget a measly 170 million. And as of today, it's currently at 901 million dollars. Which is bonkers. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's Absolutely insane. bonkers. I'm a huge fan of Tom Cruise movies. Okay. I knew that this was going to be good. I knew this was going to do really well. But I did not think that it was going to be 901 million this well. Okay. No way in hell did I and touch it. Also, million. this hits a billion. I, I'll be amazed. Oh, this, this is a billion. Yeah. This is for a billion. Lord, if it doesn't hit a billion. Okay. You know, because like we just talked about, first of all, we're talking about a sequel that's like, what, 30 years old? 36 36 years old yeah exactly 40 years yeah okay then on top of that it skews older 
mainly because of that, because most of the people that seen this are in their 60s, 50s to 60s, right? Yep. Uh, yeah, like some of us, like you and I, we watch it later on, mm-hmm. right? Because of rentals and shit like that. But uh, but yeah, no, 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 I would never have guessed that. Also, out of all the movies he's ever done, this is like the biggest opening he's ever had. Yeah, yeah. Period. This is also one of the highest grossing films he's ever had, period. And like, it's not like his other movies do garbage numbers. They all do really good numbers. Yeah. Nothing like this. So this is just unprecedented for for this this movie. Unprecedented. Okay. Now, having said that, the director uh, Joseph Kaczynski, mm-hmm. which I was like that name's unfamiliar to me, and then of course I did some digging, and he did Tron Legacy, which yep. was awesome. He also did Oblivion, another Tom Cruise movie, which was also awesome. Awesome movie. Uh, more awesome visually. Not so much for the story, but it was still, story was good enough. Yeah. But the visuals for Oblivion were incredible. We saw that in a theater. That was awesome. Oblivion is insane. So good. Screenplay by Aaron Kruger, Eric Warren Singer, and uh, Christopher McQuarrie, who I actually thought directed the movie. Yeah. (laughs) Because, like, fuck, ever since Rogue Nation, it seemed like he's only ever directed Tom, Tom Cruise movies after that. Yeah. Because it was uh, Rogue Nation and it was uh, Jack Reacher 2. Mm-hmm. And then it was Fallout. And then, of course, the, uh, yeah. the next two uh, Mission Impossible movies. The last two, I should say. The last, or the, at least the last two with Tom Cruise as the lead of the franchise. Yes. Yeah. For now, because apparently, because like Ghost Protocol was supposed to be the one where he hung up, said, yeah, where he like did the tip off to Jeremy Renner, but then it did like blockbuster numbers, and they were like, "No, no, 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 no." Ethan Hunt can still he can still do this, which is fine. I'm not going to complain. Anyway, yeah. so uh, story was done by Peter Craig and uh, Justin Marks. Now the cast is huge, so bear with me. It's deceptively huge because you only really hang out with like fucking ten people, but it's a huge cast. A so uh, topping the list, we've got Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell, played by Tom Cruise, naturally. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Lieutenant Bradley Rooster Bradshaw, who is the son of Goose. Um, I'm going to try to pronounce this name correctly, but it's really hard because I see the name and I, I want to pronounce it Penelope, Penelope uh, Penny Benjamin. <laughs> What uh, what movie is that from, buddy boy? Why, well, man? Uh, come on, come is on. Is that Will Ferrell? No, 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 no. I'll give you a hint. Broken Lizard. Come on. Oh, um, uh, it's the follow up after uh, Super Troopers. Uh, Club Dread. There you go. There you yes. go. There you go. Penelope. Anyway, Penelope Penny Benjamin. The former love interest, played mm-hmm. by uh, Jennifer Connelly. Vice Admiral Bo Cyclone Simpson, uh, who's played by John Hamm. Yep. We've got Lieutenant Jake Hangman Saracen, who is a mission candidate, and essentially the Iceman character for this. Uh, oh, yeah, essentially. 
for Reboot Quill. Uh, he was played by Glenn Powell. We've got Rear Admiral Chester Hammer Kane. By the way, these nicknames are all awesome. <laughs> yeah, they're great. <laughs> uh, so at Rear Admiral Chester Hammer Kane, played shockingly by Ed Harris. Yeah. When I saw him, I was like, at first I was like, is that fucking Peter Wellers? And then I was like, no, that's Ed Harris. Holy shit. But anyway, moving along. Then we've got, speaking of Iceman, Admiral Tom Iceman Zizansky, once again played by Val Kilmer. And I like all the reviews were saying like the stuff they did with Val, Val Kilmer was just so perfect and on point. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I watched it and I was like, yep, this is perfect and on point. It's uh, it's beautiful. Beautiful send-off. Beautiful, beautiful. send-off. It's a again. send-off to Iceman, but it's probably a send-off to Val too. And I think it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's it is beautiful. That's all I can yeah. say. Gorgeous is another one that's a good one. I like that. Uh yeah. so then we've got Lieutenant Natasha Phoenix Trace, who is one of the standouts for me. Most of the mission candidates were standouts for me, though. Um, so she uh was played by Monica Barbero. Okay. Uh, where am I on this list? We've got Rear Admiral Solomon Warlock Bates, which is probably one of the coolest names in the whole cast. <laughs> uh, and that was played by Charles Parnell. We've got Lieutenant Reuben Payback Fitch, another mission candidate, Jay mm -hmm. Ellis. We've got Lieutenant Mickey Fanboy Garcia, another mission candidate, played by Danny Ramirez. This one. Flew under the radar for me until I saw the end credit and they gave yep. his last name. Yeah. So Lieutenant Robert Bob Floyd, another mission candidate played by Lewis Pullman, who is the son of Bill Pullman. Yeah. Is that nuts? When I saw the name, as soon as I saw the name and they showed his face, I'm like, I bet you that's his son. And I, you know, didn't bother Googling it because I knew I was going to do this today. And then when I did yep. it. I was like, fucking right. I was right. It I is. was right. And that was, it was nuts. It was nuts. Then we've got uh, Lieutenant Javi Coyote Mikado, mission candidate, played by, this is one of the coolest names ever, Greg Tarzan Davis. <laughs> You're chuckling, but that is some sweet shit. <laughs> that's okay? a sweet name, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, if my middle name was Tarzan, that's how I would choose myself. I'd be like, yeah, my name is uh, Christopher Tarzan Mercier. Yeah. And if people would be like, Oh, nice to meet you, Christopher. I'd be like, nice to meet you, Christopher Tarzan. Tarzan. That's how I would like you all of it to say my name. Um, and then they would go, well, that uh, Christopher Tarzan Mercy is a douchebag. I'd be like, yeah, but you're saying my name properly. That's mm -hmm. all I ask. So now we've got Chief Warrant Officer for Bernie Hondo Coleman. A Hondo. Uh, cool. Sorry. Yeah, uh, that's right. And uh, that's uh, played by. Bashir Salahuddin. Salahuddin. And this is Maverick's like best friend or one of his best friends. Yeah. He's got a lot of friends in this movie. They're awesome together in this movie. Yeah, they are. They are. They're <laughs> really good. I don't like that look, Maverick. It's the only one I got. <laughs> Lieutenant Billy Fritz Avalon, uh, mission candidate, played by Manny Jacinto. And finally, Lieutenant Neil. Oh, no. Hold on. Yeah. I got a few more. Never mind. Lieutenant Neil Omaha Vikander, mission candidate, played by Jake Schumacher. 
Whew. Lieutenant Brigham Harvard Lennox mission candidate played by Jack or yeah, Jake Picking. Lieutenant Logan Yale Lee mission candidate Raymond Lee. Whew. Lieutenant Callie Hallow Bassett mission candidate played by Kara Wang. We're getting there. Amelia Benjamin who plays Penny's daughter, Liliana Ray. And finally, Sarah Kazansky, Iceman's wife, Jean Lovisa Kelly. That's this is the best cast. movie I've seen all year. This is the best movie I've seen all year. Uh, you said it was like the best movie you've seen all year. I have to agree. It's the best movie yeah. I've seen all year. And I have to say, it's one of the best movies I've seen in recent memory. I would say this is probably one of the best sequels in history. When we talk like legacy sequels or reboots or whatever, this is right up there. This is one of the best. This yeah. is absolutely, you know, it, I'm putting it right up there with like Jurassic World, The Force Awakens. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah, I'm putting it up there with Ma Matrix Re Resurrection. No, never mind. I was just kidding. That's as <laughs> a garbage fucking movie. I feel bad for everybody in that movie. Every single one of you in that movie, I feel bad for you. Good for you as a paycheck. Other than that, yeah, you, there's no benefit uh, from that movie. Anyway, you regardless, said no. you said this no. movie was awesome. But I will say, I and I feel kind of silly because I should have realized this. But part of the plot of this movie is basically, or theme of this movie is fathers and sons and death and the legacy so as a guy who's still fresh from losing his father, there was a couple of parts. Mm. I was like, oh, fuck. I didn't, I didn't expect this. And I should have. I, you know, obviously we're talking about the son of Goose. Or, yeah. you know. So there's that aspect and the legacy and all this. But even like, like just in general, you know, like there's a lot of like just father-son dynamics in here. And even like with, the, with Rooster and then of course Maverick and their relationship. But overall, I powered through, okay? Yeah. I didn't shed any tears, but I came close a couple of times, I'm not going <laughs> to lie, because it's still it's still fresh. And of course, like, you know, it's Father's Day weekend. That was another one. This is a fucking hard weekend. I didn't, uh, I knew it was going to be hard, but it was one of those, like, I didn't think it was this hard. Like, I even, I said to Michelle, like, uh, I was going to wish your dad happy Father's Day. And then I just, mm -hmm. like, I just couldn't do it. I just, you know, and I, I've, I feel bad about it. I, I felt bad about her dad too. Uh, I gave him a late uh, Happy Father's Day. Of course, I apologize for it being late, but <laughs> you know. But uh, but anyway, yeah. I powered through, and I'm glad I did because this five movies awesome. Like it's so fucking awesome. It's, it's so good. You know what? I was talking to Trevor about it because this is his favorite movie of the year too. And he said he got the feeling um, when he watched Gravity for the first time, how it was more of an experience in a movie itself. And I was like, yes, I felt like I was in the cockpit of these fucking things. Yes, yes, like, yes. Holy it didn't shit. feel like I was watching. You're right. I felt like no. I was experiencing. Yeah. And like, I knew I was going to be in for an experience. Okay. Because I mean, I saw the trailers and it looked incredible. Yeah. And, and Tom Cruise is, you know, he's he's crazy, he's a fucking lunatic, and he's a Scientologist, and all those things. But that guy is a proponent for movies to be seen in the cinema. Yeah. And I am, I can't tell you how happy I am to see these numbers, because he was going to war with Paramount, where he's like, 
don't fucking put this movie in streaming. I don't want yeah. you like do it later. Yeah. Don't do it 45 days like everyone else. I don't even like at this point I'm saying don't even do it in three months time. No. Wait. Wait no. until it actually gets to a point where people are stopped seeing it because this movie's gonna do a billion. And if it was streaming within the first 45 days, yeah, it would be killed. It would kill all of this. Yeah. It would absolutely kill all of this. And this is a movie that absolutely has to be seen in the theater. If I didn't see this in the theater, I would be fucking disappointed. I'd be like, yeah, it's great on my TV with my sound bar. It's awesome. But I'm so whew. happy you got to see it on the big screen. Whew. When you told me you were going to watch it last night, I actually thought you were watching it on TV. Like, I didn't think you were going to the movies. So, like, when you started this thing, you went to the movies. I was like, oh, yes, I'm so happy you got to see it on the big screen. I, I told Michelle too, like, uh, like, yeah, I was, I was kind of bummed to see it by myself, but at the same time I was like, I was seeing it regardless. Yeah. You know, like there's, there's going to be those movies where I've said to Michelle, where I was like, honestly, there's going to be movies. I don't care. I'll see by myself. I don't give a shit, mm-hmm. you know? And that's where I'm at too now. Like I love the theater. I love movies. If yeah. someone can't come with me, whatever I'm going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and exactly. I'm not taking it for granted again. Like, after COVID and no. me not going to the movies for a whole fucking year, I, I like if a movie comes out now and I want to see, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, and that's exactly that's how yeah. I am too. But also, having said that, don't be afraid to reach out to your buddy Chris, even if it's late Tuesday night. You can just say, "Hey, hey, you want to see a movie?" Don't be afraid. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. If I knew you were by yourself last night, I would have showed up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you'd be like, I'm I, Robin I will Douglas. fucking definitely. I will watch this again in the theater. I actually, yeah. kind of, I want to see it again before it's out. Yeah, and that's what I'm. I'm thinking I might uh, let Brian like I just like next time you're like you're if you're free free let me know because I honestly think you should see this in the theater. Yeah. Because, fuck. But like, there's so many things that are just so refreshing about this movie. One of the things that really struck me was that Tom Cruise is like staring at sixty, yeah. right? Jennifer Connolly isn't that much younger than he is. No, she's mid 50s. So, yeah, they're in the same ballpark. Like, I would, but like, I was floored that the love interest wasn't 20 years, 30 years, 40 years younger. <laughs> you know, because like every year I get older when I see these movies, like, well, I remember the first time I watched Entrapment and my first, my first major issue with, was, with Entrapment was. Uh, the age difference, like the disgusting age difference. And I said that, I was like, really? Like, I know it's Sean Connery, but like, it's not Sean Connery 40 years ago. It's Sean Connery today. But then she went and married Michael Douglas. You're like, oh, I guess that's just her type. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. And you're like, okay, well, you know what? It does retroactively make sense that this could be a thing. Yeah. But at the time, I was just like, I can't, like, I just can't do this. And it's, it is becoming a thing where more like I know like now because it's more prevalent or no, it's people are more aware, mm-hmm. you know, but even like um, Laura Dern was saying, like at the time, she didn't think anything of it that her and Sam Neill was a 20 year difference because yeah. that was just the industry. She said, like, you know, I never thought anything of it. But, yeah, you're right. Like, it, it's fucking weird. Like, it shouldn't, you know, yeah. and uh, and you're. Like I didn't realize that that was a twenty year difference because I had no she, idea. She didn't look like she was. She like she did look 
his age. She didn't at all look his age no. or in his age group. He didn't look that old. She didn't look that young. I mean, they looked around. Well, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. So, like, it was just that like interesting yeah. aspect where he didn't look too old. Although even now I'm just like, fuck, buddy. Like some of these guys are vampires. <laughs> I, he looks so good in the new movie. But uh, but getting back. So like so that part, I thought like it was age appropriate. So I was stunned by that. Yeah. Um, the chemistry between the two was off the, the charts. Chemistry was incredible, like, incredible. Off his the chemistry charts. with her in this is better than his chemistry with Kelly McGinnis in the first movie. And like Hands they said, down. and like they said, with her not coming back for this, the only person that could possibly have Maverick have a relationship with would be Penny Benjamin because he had a relationship with her in the first movie. Exactly, exactly. And I was like, that totally makes sense. Off and on mm-hmm. for yeah, forty years, it, it totally makes sense, but. So that was awesome. Even just that whole, like you got Maverick just kind of living, like existing, not really living. He's existing. Yeah. And everyone's saying like, dude, you should have been like a four-star admiral at this point. And you're just, just a captain, mm-hmm. you know? And he's like doing test runs for the government to try and get things up to like Mach 10 and shit like that. Yeah. I mean, sure. He's still breaking the rules and stuff, but then eventually it just bites him in the ass. And luckily Iceman rescues him and like basically says like, you gotta, you gotta do this because you got nothing else. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. You know, and um, honestly, like I know it's only like two hours and 20 minutes long. It, Felt like it was over. Gone a flash. Like right when I was like, I can't believe the movie's over. I was just like, holy fuck! Like I can watch this again right now. Fuck! I thought they're gonna kill him for a moment. I really did. I had that feeling. I actually thought he was talking to Rooster, and he said, "Well, we'll talk when we get back." And I just like, I felt like he's gonna fucking sacrifice him to save Rooster. I thought he was gonna die long before that. Yeah. Second that they had the like when he was training them. And he was saying, like, I should lead the mission. And they were like, no, 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 no. We want you to train them. I was like, yeah, he's still going to. He's Somehow he's going to end up in this mission and he's going to die. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way he's living through this, right? Yeah. Uh, and, then, and then, of course, like, when he had that conversation with Brewster, I was like, oh, what's going to happen is it's going to be the reverse. It's going to be instead of Brewster dying, he's going to die and it's going to absolve him. He's going to die saving Brewster. Mm-hmm. So then it absolves him of the guilt that he had for not saving goose. Yeah. And then of course, you know, rooster would find out that the reason why he was fucking with his career was because his mom was like, don't let him do this. Don't let him do this. Right. But that's another thing too. Like I love when, uh, when Penny's just like, so why did you do it? And he was just like, his mom didn't want him to be a pilot. He already hated me. No point. He already hated me. I didn't want her. I, what was the yeah. point of having him resent her too? And I was just like, my God, like he's such an insanely good actor too. He really is. Like, fuck man. Like he's so, so good. Like, and you know, for a guy like Tom Cruise to play, like sure. It's not like Maverick's a loser by any means. Yeah. But he is kind of a loser. Like, like, you know, they keep saying it. Like, I don't know what the fuck is your problem. You know? Mm-hmm. And yet, oh fuck, man! Like, you know what? My, one of my favorite parts of this whole movie was when uh, Cyclone Ham's character was just like, "You're done. You're done. All you've done is tell these kids that 
this mission can't be done, that it's impossible. That's not what I wanted. So you're out, you know? Mm -hmm. And then immediately when he takes over, he's just, he's basically saying like, some of you are going to die. Yeah. Uh, You know, like, well, even when uh, originally when like uh, Maverick is saying like, well, no, we all have to get back. And Ham's just kind of like, Yeah, they know what they're signing up for. Not everyone comes home. You know, that kind of shit. And Maverick's just like, oh. But so anyway, getting back to my favorite part is when, you know, he's saying to Penny, he's just like, I I don't know what to do. I don't know how to fix this. And she's just like, you'll fix this. You'll figure something out. And then he literally fucking steals the jet to show them that not only can it be done, but it can be done in... 215. Yeah. <laughs> and this is like right after they sat there and said, okay, so here's the thing. We're going to lengthen the time. So it's four minutes. And they're like immediately, but hold on. They'll be after us before then. They'll, we'll be there too long. Not only that, we're going to increase the elevation. And they're like, we're all, we're all going to die. Like, this is insane. We can't do this. And then Maverick shoots in and fucking does it. And 215 nails it. The whole thing, I was just like, Yes. Yeah, and all the students are just fuck. like, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I, I, I like, was... yeah, sure. Uh, you know, uh, what was it? Uh, fighter pilot football was a great way to build the team and get them as yep. a team. You yes. know, and and testing them and fucking just annihilating them. Like, you're dead. You're dead. You're dead. Like, all that was great. But when he sat there and was like, "No, I got to show them that it's possible," and he does it, I was like, "Holy!" fuck this is awesome this is so awesome oh, and then when they made him team so leader i was like oh yeah so he's dead <laughs> he's totally <laughs> he's totally fucking dead for sure there's no way and then it's when the plane good. went down i was like for fuck's sake and then when you see he's alive <laughs> he's definitely not going to be in top gun rooster's revenge That's- i was like of course he's on the ground he's got to run tom cruise has got to run well and that's you know how funny it is that like out of all, like he ran for that one little stint. Yeah. So the entire, aside from the football scene, the entire, he's either on a motorcycle yeah. or in a jet or walking <laughs> <laughs> like a normal stroll. And so, yeah, of course, like they had the run, but, but uh, I, I was like, holy fuck. But when I knew Rooster was going to go back, yeah, I knew Rooster was going to go back, but I was like, how the fuck, like, how are they going to get out of this one? You know, and then they steal the fucking plane. The old ones from the fucking first movie. The F-14. And he's just like, uh, yeah, we're, we're okay. We're all right. You yeah. know, and, and Roos was like, what the hell do I do? I don't know. That was your dad's department. Yeah, that was your dad's job. So <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> it uh, honestly. Like I was saying with Doctor Strange, I love that the character progression. So by the end of the movie, and don't get me wrong, I was rooting for Doctor Strange all the way through. Mm-hmm. But there's a clear-cut character progression where like he's willing to step back and let someone else take control, right? Yeah. And I was pumped by the end of that movie. But this movie left me pumped, like left me so pumped. Like I was just like, oh fuck, like, yeah, you know what? We can get through everything, we can do it all. Yeah. You know, like, like I was just like, fuck yeah! Like it was, it was such a happy ending. And my favorite part is that like nobody died. No, the entire team 
came back. And that's exactly what Maverick wanted. He wanted the entire team to come back. And that's exactly, they did his mission. Yep. And then when it went to shit, it's still like a fucking, what's his face? Hangman too. And I knew Hangman was going to do it. Oh, you I knew, knew it. You knew the it. The second when, he was like, was I'm going to go. And they were all like, the no. troubles. He was like. When they were all just like, no, you can't. If you go, you're, you're fucked. And I, and I knew it. And the second that it was like that last second shot was awesome. Yeah. The missile goes and then it, they all explode. I was like, yes. Oh, it's just oh, it so fucking awesome. I know. I was just, I was pumped the whole movie. Yeah. The, I mean, like, and the cinematography was incredible. Like, never mind the flying scenes, which mm-hmm. are like on another level, but just the long shots, the establishing shots, the scenery, like everything about this movie was beautiful. I mean, fuck when he touches, like when he lands and he's in snow. Yeah. Totally changed the atmosphere of the movie. I was just like, this is just so good. Yeah, when he and was everything the- felt organic, nothing yeah. felt rushed. I mean, you knew by the end of the movie that Rooster and Maverick were going to make up. Yeah. But it wasn't rushed at all. It wasn't it everything was allowed to breathe in a two and a half hour or two hour uh, 14 minutes, two hours and 14 minutes, and yet nothing felt rushed, nothing felt forced. Even Penny, the relationship with Penny wasn't instant Mm -hmm. it happened organically and then by the end of the movie you were just like that's this is this is great her daughter was great in it too everyone everyone was great when her daughter was like you better not hurt her this time or don't hurt her again or something when he sneaks out and then they make eye contact and he's just like just just don't hurt her this time and he's just like okay i was like oh man this is fucking it's just so good and this is the only movie, and I, I heard this. I, I read an article where, they, where people were saying, like, it's the only movie that Tom Cruise has done where he doesn't hide his height. Oh, yeah, I guess so, eh? He, there's no trick kit photography. He's not, like, wearing lips or, you know, the actors aren't, like, spreading their legs so that they all seem like he's of their yeah. height. He's visibly shorter than Miles Teller. Mm-hmm. You know, he's visibly shorter than almost everyone in this movie, and I was just like, Man, like that is so fucking cool that that he did that. Yeah, because he's never done that before, and, and like, and that's the thing. Like, apparently, like nobody brings up his height, even though everyone knows he's short. But he doesn't bring it up. He doesn't talk about. it. He doesn't joke about it. It's not. It's not like me where I. I mean, it it is what it is. You know, but, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But uh, but also at the same time, like it's not like every day I'm celebrating the fact that I'm short. There are some days where I'm just like. <laughs> but those are also the same days where I'm like, you're an old fat fuck, Chris, and and you're short, and you know, one of those days where you can't get out of your negative space. Yeah. 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 <laughs> those those days suck. Those are the best. <laughs> what are you talking about? I love those, those so days. You know what the worst part is is when you actually sit there and go, like, don't don't do this. I don't want to have a day like this. But it's too late it just keeps building and is yeah it's too you know late. and next thing you know you say something to your wife that you know you shouldn't have said regardless and you're just and then you, of course you're like uh so the whole day is ruined yeah. not only that you've ruined someone else's day and you're just like look at me i'm the coolest oh those are those are the worst but anyway um getting back to this so yeah i hands down this is one of the best movies i've seen in a in a while 
Like just solidly yeah. great all the way through. Yeah. Oh. And yeah, like I mean, Tom. I was Tom is on a roll, man. Like. I, all, I have all a feeling. It was my favorite movie that year. This is going to hands down be my favorite probably for the rest of the year. Yeah, then, I have a feeling. Dead Reckoning next is, year. Oh, I think this is his uh, his going out with a bang. I think it's going to be feel, Mission Impossible. Yeah. Uh, seven Mission Impossible eight the next. Yeah, it's the next year. Next and year. then his SpaceX movie if it happens, and then I think. If, he's, I think. That's, I, sorry, go on. I think that's it. Like I think Top Gun two. After 34, 36 years, whatever it was. Yeah. When you see a guy do that, you know he's getting ready to hang it up, you know, like to finally, because people have been asking for like 20 plus years for Top Gun 2. I honestly think, I think it's, uh, I'm more inclined to think that it's more or less the the fact that he's going to step away from the Mission Impossible franchise. Yeah. That I think is the biggest signifier, but. Uh, no, no, yeah, you're right because he could have done Top Gun Maverick anytime. Yeah, he says he was waiting for like technology to catch up to what he wanted it to be, which, which is probably true. Um, well, yeah, for a guy like him, I wouldn't be surprised if that was yeah. the case, but it, I don't know. Oh. But what they did with this movie is perfect. I said to Michelle, I said, uh, it's, it's a shame that you hate Tom Cruise, but you also have, uh, I said height issues, but I meant to like, but you also have fear of heights. Because even if she liked Tom Cruise, yeah. she wouldn't watch this movie because how could you? Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Know? No, it, it's, yeah. You get paranoid pretty easily with some of these shots. <laughs> oh. Well, just, just being uh, afraid of heights. Like we're talking about flying in jets and then falling. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, the training montages, the like the school, the candid, like everything about this movie is awesome. I mean, like I said to you, you could probably nitpick, but I don't, I don't care. I, you probably could, and I, why would I want to? Because go right ahead, go right ahead, show, and you go ahead and even just yeah. say, Hey, yeah, but this, this, and this, and I'll go, you know what, that's great, I don't care. Yeah, this <laughs> so, is. Yeah, this is my first movie of the year where it's like day one, I'm buying on Blu-ray. Day one. Yeah. As soon as yeah. it's on the shelf, I'm going to get it. I knew I was buying it uh uh like when I first saw the trailer. Cause I like I knew right away I was gonna see it in the theater. Yeah. And then I knew I was gonna buy it, but I did not think that I was gonna like it this much. Yeah. I didn't think I would it, like it this much either. Like it, yeah. I knew I was going to like it. I knew I was going to love it, but I didn't think this is going to be like, like already one of my favorite movies, period. Yeah. It was so good. And it's not like I was a huge Top Gun fan. No, I rewatched the first before this and eh, it hasn't aged the greatest. It's pretty, pretty sexist. And uh, I mean, it's a, pro- it's a huge product of his time. I well, yeah, uh, Big time. Big time. Talking about that though. I thought this was kind of interesting. Paradigm or Paramount actually had said, like, we're not going to go back into our library and edit our movies because, you know, because of the way they were made in that time period. Yeah. Because, I mean, we're just not going to do that. And I was like, yeah, good. Don't do that. Good. If you're going to remake a movie, history is history. I mean, yeah. Like, what would they say? Don't erase it, learn from it. <laughs> well, that's exactly it, right? But so if you're going to remake the movie, 
then remake the movie. And then remake it however you want to make it. So if you want to make it so that this horrible, sexist, racist, homophobic movie from the, you know, 80s, you remake it, then yeah, do it. Go right ahead. But don't go back and and rewrite those movies. Leave it. You know? Yeah. Just don't watch it. Yeah. Simple. Like they did that with Dumbo. Like in Dumbo, you had the racist crows. (laughs) Super racist caricature of the crows in the animated movie. Mm-hmm. They weren't in this movie. They were in the, the live action remake. No. Because why would they be? It's just horrible. But, you know, I don't rewatch the Dumbo cartoon and go, this whole movie's wrecked because of those uh, racist crows. I get it. I understand. Okay. I mean, I, I understand as well as a man who's white could. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, really, let's be real here. I only understand to a certain point. I've experienced racism maybe five, six times in my entire life. And it was it was yeah, just one of those. I'm probably on one hand for sure. Yeah. I, I don't even want to know if I want to say five, six, maybe. Tw- I know I was called uh, uh, white bread. And it was literally like I was, you know, the remember the East End Bridge? Yeah. yeah. So I, I had to babysit. So I was walking up the East End Bridge. And as I was walking up, no. I was heading home. So as I was walking down to head to Ogden, yeah, these two native girls who were younger than me walked by me. And one of them was just like, yeah, you white bread piece of shit. And you know what my reaction was? My reaction was, did she just call me a white bread? Like I stopped and I was, I was just like, oh, okay. And then I, I just kind of went about my day and it's always struck me because it's like the only time I ever called like an actual racial slur. Yeah. But I was just like, I was incredulous. I was like, oh, uh, I don't know okay. how to react to this. All yeah. right. Uh, but then again, I also didn't have to go through the systemic racism that other people have had to go through. Yeah. So that one instance that I can recall. Uh it doesn't put me doesn't mean i i know what it's like at all no. by any means but uh but yeah i don't advocate rewriting that stuff but uh but yeah uh i haven't rewatched top gun and one of the reasons was because a like i thought when i watched it i was like oh this is a cool movie like it's awesome blah blah, blah. but it was definitely one of those movies where i'm like i don't know because yeah i don't know how well this will hold up it's a product of a 100 i enjoyed revisiting it because i had that special memory of my dad getting his first surround sound system and showing his top gun vhs to every fucking person that came over (laughs) that's yeah actually that was the first time i watched that movie yeah 100 percent, it would have been probably the first time you saw beverly hills cop too because he that was the other one he played all the time on sound system yes yeah yes beverly hills cop and top gun nope uh i did not watch beverly hills cop one with him because I watched Beverly Hills Cop 2 first. Okay. And that one was uh, my mom had taped it on VHS. Mm. So like we had cable or whatever and uh, no, we had satellite at the time and it was on and she had taped it. So I watched, that's how I watched it. It wasn't until a couple years I want to say about maybe oh yeah, that's right because I'm 39 so probably about 20 years ago <laughs> that I, that I watched 
Beverly Hills Cop 1? No, that's not true. I did watch it at your dad's place. But I, but because I was so young, Yeah. when I watched Beverly Hills Cop 2, for some reason I kept getting the two mixed up. It wasn't until I was older that I was like, oh, wait, no, 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 no. Beverly Hills Cop 2 was the one I saw first. But yeah, yeah, you're, or no, second. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, your dad, uh, that sound system, though, holy fuck. That was a sweet sound system. I remember the whole place was roaring and then freaking danger zone be blasting. And well, that it's like, uh, oh, and that was the other thing that they opened with the actual original danger zone. Yeah. The, Not a remade version or credits, like a, the credits were identical to the first movie's credits. Identical. Oh. I freaking so good. Yeah. But anyway, getting back to your dad's sound system, between that and then the layout of your house. Yeah. Because this was on uh, Government Road. Yeah. 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 So, because, yeah, because I remember because it was, you come in, you go upstairs. Yeah. Yeah, there was the basement. Basement which was, was essentially down. laundry and then the kids. <laughs> yeah. The boys, actually. It was boys, essentially. Yeah. Because it was fucking all your toys, the Nintendo. Oh, yeah, fuck. That was crazy. And then, of course, you so you go up, hang a right. That'd be the living room. Yeah. With the sound system. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember actually uh, finding out your your mom. Your mom was the first woman I knew played video games because she was into Tetris. Yeah, and way and better than us at Tetris. <laughs> oh, well, it's just like Stacy Ryan's yeah. wife. Uh, you know, we were I was I play games, right? Yeah. I watched her play Tetris, and it's insane. She's insanely good at Tetris. And not only is she insanely good at Tetris, but she's insanely good at Tetris while under the influence of alcohol. <laughs> like, she got past level 13, and I'm like, I don't even, like, and I'm I'm a seasoned gamer, right, yeah. at that point. Like, now when it's button mashing, well, you annihilate me on button mashing. Uh, but, yeah, she was just like, I was like, I don't know how the fuck, how do you even think fast enough to make lines? Because it's right? just like, I don't get that. And I'm like thinking, like, is this just random? But it's not. It's just her, their brains, for whatever reason, saw Tetris and was like, yes. <laughs> so, like, it almost, I picture, you know, like uh, scenes with the flash, right? Yeah. Everyone's moving so slowly. Or no, he's moving so fast that it appears like he's like just uh-huh, line here, line here, and it's just everything works together. But yeah, fuck, yeah. So that it blew my mind. Needless to say, it blew my mind that your mom was like uh, not only playing video games, yeah, but Tetris master. I don't think that's like the. I think it was only that, or was it Mario? Doctor Mario was another one she played. She tried that one out too. Yeah, we had that one too. Yeah, um, but it was but only Tetris, those type of games. Only Tetris those type was on of games, another level. I mean, level 13, level 14. Yeah. I think, I think she made it up to 16 or 17, actually. And I and you can't even see it. How were you? Uh, Stacy was the same way. If I remember correctly, she was at, at around the 15, 16, or yeah. like not at the time, because of course she had been drinking, but let alone like getting yeah. to level 13. It's a when flash you're of light. How, how are you even yeah. comprehending where to put these pieces? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, memories. 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 But, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, once again, it's just a fucking great movie. Great Amazing movie. film. Amazing film. I can't wait to watch it again. Chances are this will be one of the, the camcasts that we get, like, 5,000 views on because 
We yeah. don't normally do camp gas like this. <laughs> I think it's the only like non like geek movie that we've ever done. Uh we've done a few. We've done a few non geek ones. Like what? I mean, Hereditary wasn't really a geek movie, was it? No, but that's a horror flick, and that kind of does kind of dive into the yeah, geek. kind of crisscross, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was gonna say like yeah, like we did the John Wick ones, but I would say those definitely get into the geek area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not as geeky as uh, like even James Bond. James Bond is pretty geeky when you think about it. It's geeky. James Bond's geeky. Yeah. Jason John Bourne Wick. isn't really geeky. Is Jason Bourne geeky? No, I guess though you could mm. count those as not being geeky. Though, know, although for me, I would say I'm a huge geek for them. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't. I mean, whatever. Yeah, we, yeah, way, so yeah. It's a handful of movies from time to time. Who knows? But yeah, yeah it's hard to stay with the the YouTube algorithm. Yeah, when you said last night you want to do Maverick, I was like. Is he talking about Top Gun? Is he watching Top Gun? I'm so fucking pumped that you were watching it. I was like, finally, we can talk about Top Gun. I messaged you as soon as I was done watching it. I was just like, yeah, do you think we could do Maverick? Just because I was like, fuck, I, I can't not want... I want to talk about it so badly. It's yeah. so fucking good. Like, whew. Oh, yeah. It's a hard five out of five. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's like... And in fact, when you look at other movies that you thought were five out of fives this year... And compared to this, you go, actually, those aren't five out of fives. Well, that's what I was about to say. Like, <laughs> like I thought No Way Home was uh, was such an amazing movie. But this is a five out of five movie. And No Way Home, unfortunately, actually. Uh, yeah, it's still a five out of five. It's still a five out of five. It's a softer it's five out of five, but it's a five yeah, it's, out of five. Yeah, it's a soft five. Yeah. When you said hard <laughs> five, I'm like, yeah, that's perfect. Because I think I was at, at a five. Probably at about uh, probably at about the forty minute mark, I was like, "This movie is so awesome! Like this, it's already a five. Like all you're doing now is just either going to continue being a five mm-hmm. or fuck up and drop down to something." Yeah. But I don't see it being anything less and than. A how four. would they fuck it up? I mean, like even if Maverick would have died, I don't think that would have brought it down. In retrospect, yeah, it would have. Like knowing that the the ending that we got, knowing the ending that we got, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like if if they had said like, well, actually, there was an alternate ending where Rooster saves Maverick, and then the two of them get out of it, and then like everybody lives, nobody dies. Then I would have been like, okay, that's the better ending. We should have yeah. got that ending. So now. Unfortunately, you're not a five. You're not a hard five. <laughs> um, and also because, like, everyone was predicting it. I don't think anybody watched that movie thinking that Maverick was going to make it to the end. Yeah, it just, it felt like a finale, you know, like it really, like, a sign-off for the character. And he got the sign-off, and the sign-off was taken off with Penny, which was so much better. <laughs> so much better. So good, so good. But now, the tough part, though, is do like does he actually shift? Like, I mean, obviously, we're speculating. I don't know for sure that he's doing his retirement run. Mm-hmm. It might be his retirement from action movies. 
That's what so I think might, it is. I, I think he'll go back to smaller roles like back. Or he might shift into just like uh, like when he was doing like Jerry Maguire. Or yeah, Jerry Maguire, Vanilla Sky and um, movies where he wasn't Magnolia. like. Yeah, exactly. You know, because he was um, really great in those roles, too. Eyes wide. Yeah, exactly. That, You're good, a, man. Stuff like that. Yeah. So it might and that might be the case because uh, it's it's hard to envision him like his first of all. He's not even 60 yet. And to look at him, like, there are people that are younger than him that look older than him, to put that in perspective. You see him in interviews now after this movie, he's visually aged. And I think he's aged because of the stress this movie put on him. Like, well, keeping it off until it could go to the theaters. And I think so. I think, uh, well, like, well, because you saw the theater. So at the beginning of the movie, he does that clip where he like yeah. thanks everybody for yeah. experiencing this movie and like hundred percent, like he looked older there than he did in this movie. Yes. Yeah. But then again, also keep in mind that in that clip and in the stuff you see him in, he's not dying his hair. Yeah. He's not dying his hair. He's, he's hasn't had makeup put on and all that shit. Well, he probably does have makeup on for like his appearances and stuff like that. You have makeup on. Yeah. Anytime you're on TV or anything, you have makeup on. But it meant obviously it's not to the level of a movie makeup thing. Yeah. But even just the fact that he's not dying his hair is is interesting. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so it might be just his stepping away from action movies, which makes a lot of sense. But you never know with the the fact that this is fuck like. Was it 170 million? Yeah. So we're almost like what? Uh, fucking. What, almost five times the budget. Yeah. You know that Paramount's just like begging him right now. Can you do one more Top Gun? One well, because, more. Well, because like I said, like there, uh, there's no way this movie doesn't do a billion. So now it's just. How much over a billion will this movie do, right? Yeah. Because they still haven't announced the streaming. And this movie's only been out for what? A month? I think it's going exclusive to Paramount Plus when it starts streaming. Well, yeah, obviously. Obviously. I, like, I think it's got a 60 day. I think this had a 60 day. Well, yeah, because the, originally they were going to do 45, and Tom was like, no fucking way. Yeah. No fucking way. Yeah, and I well, we're well, like I said, I think this movie's only been out for like a month. Yeah, one month actually. Yeah, yeah. So we've got we got another month, another month at least, because he might it might aim be a ninety day. Yeah, you know. But anyway, um, in one month, it made almost a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, fuck it, ride it out as long as you can. Yeah. So, but yeah, like I said, it becomes how much past a billion will it do? It's not slowing down right now. No. It went from 700 to 900 in a flash, like within days. Yep. <laughs> so. Yeah. Hard to say. I mean, the only thing I can say is that I don't see it doing two for sure. No, it won't do two. No, that... I'm actually kind of leaning around the 1.3 to 1.5 billion. That's where I'm kind of at because I, I yeah, think that's yeah, that's reasonable. I mean, it's not slowing down, but it will at some point. 
It will. It's going to start losing more screens as more big movies come out, right? Like Thor Ragnarok is going to come out and probably take half its screens away. Well, I mean, like I said, it's already out of the AVX. Yeah. Now, well, granted, because of Jurassic World, I mean, it was only yeah, for a week. Granted, uh, it was in two theaters because, like, uh, I think it's well. There's a there was a six o'clock show, a six thirty show, yeah, a seven, and I can't remember if there was anything after that. But that's three theaters that are still showing Maverick. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm happy. I'm happy overall. I'm happy. I'm so happy. I'm happy. Exceed my expectations. Like just annihilated my expectations, and my expectations are already pretty high. And I generally try to temper them. Like even with the uh, Dead Reckoning. Yeah. I'm like, like first of all, that trailer, that official trailer. Holy fuck. The teaser was holy fuck. But the official trailer is like just take bring it out now. I it's gonna be so hard to talk Fallout. I don't Fallout is such a perfect Well, we talked movie. about that and uh mm. it's tough because with Rogue Nations, I thought. Well, how do you top Rogue Nations? Yeah. Because Rogue Nations was awesome. Yeah. But then Follow came out and you're like, oh, that's how. Oh, yeah. That's exactly how you do it. You uh, you basically just do bigger and better. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. You know? Uh, so now I'm just kind of like, well, how are they going to top? Like, what are they going to do to top it? And it's, uh, I mean, we'll just have to wait and see. But uh, I, I have to say though, I have rewatched uh, Ghost Protocol again recently. It's it's much better. Like every time I watch that movie now, I feel like I'm liking it more and more. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't mind Ghost Protocol. I enjoyed Ghost Protocol, especially coming off of three because like I'm not a fan of that movie. So yeah, no, and I rewatched that one uh, recently too, and it's it's like. It's, two is still the worst for me. Yeah. And then it's three. Uh, uh, then I would say Ghost Protocol. Mm-hmm. Then number one. And then, of course, Rogue Nation and then Follow. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, long story short, uh, or long story geek pants, because that's all we do is long stories. <laughs> I've got nothing else to say about one of the best movies I've seen all year and one of the best movies I've seen in quite a while. This is just a phenomenal, like start to finish, great movie. Yeah. It's masterclass. Crazy. If you haven't seen the first one, you don't need to. You don't need to. You really don't need to. They do a little bit of flashbacks and talking to catch you up on the important parts of the first movie, and that's it. They do just enough. They do just enough to set the table to say, hey, this is where it's at. This is what came before. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, um, I don't know. Do you want to take us out or do you want me to take it out? Uh, You know, I can can do it. You you could uh, do it? I think I could do it. Hold on. Let me just uh, uh, get a little schmutz off your face there. A little uh, tidy up your uh, forehead. There we go. You're Mm -hmm. good. All right. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. yep. Do you, use your unboxing voice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because you're like, 
very animated with your unboxing voice. And you're very. just like, look at this. I got my knife. And you do the thing with the knife like every uh, unboxer does. And you cut it open. And he's like, yeah. oh, look at the yeah. packaging on this. Anyway, sorry. It's crazy. It's I'm, crazy. I'm not making I got money. a mug. And I, and I got I got an action figure. And I got I got this. Chris and I used to drink out of these. Yeah, yeah I mean. We will you know, eventually there, at some point. Don't eventually, worry. Eventually, eventually. Unless Kenneth gets one of these, Brandon. Because this Ooh. is the best water bottle I've ever had in my entire life. Was that? Owala? Michelle? Owala? Yeah. Owala. Hmm. Michelle bought one, swore by it. And then I was like, okay, I'll try it because she swore by it and it's awesome. Like, is that one of those balls that filters the water? No, it's not. But here's the thing. Okay. So you got your locking mechanism here. Yes. Right? Okay. Yes. Handle naturally. Button to pop up. Oh. Okay. Now, I don't know if you could see, but there is a straw in here. I see the straw. So the spout, there's two parts to the spout. One is a big hole so that you could chug. Mm. I don't know if you could see that, but there is a Oh, there's a, a little lip. sipper. There's a little okay. sipper there. So yeah. the straw is essentially hooked up to there. So look at the angle that I'm at here. Did you see the tilt on that? Oh, voila. Unbelievable. You didn't because there was no fucking tilt. That's I probably did. one of the few product placements that you'll ever get from us. Oh, voila, water bottles. It's so good. Michelle's bought two. So she bought one yeah. and then bought another one. And I'm going to be buying another one too. Wow. Oh, Walla. Oh, Walla. Oh, oh wow. Walla. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, Hashtag, oh, Walla. <laughs> All right, Ken, take us out. All right, everybody. If you enjoyed this video, please like, share, subscribe, comment down below, all that fun stuff. You can check us out Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can watch us right here, see our handsome faces on YouTube. Can listen to our podcast, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, where they go live as soon as the YouTube video goes live. And you can check us out on geekpantsmedia.com, where I do some writing and Chris Fedek does some writing. And Chris has written once and it was fantastic. So you should just search down until you see that one. There's a Superman pulling the shirt. You'll see it. You got to read it. Yeah. It's, it's good shit. It's uh, Gary Frank art. It's a beauty. It's one of my favorite pictures too. As it's soon as you wrote that, and I had pictures. to put, I had to put an image with. It, I was like, it's that one. I searched for that image. Which I was like, man, that's fucking crazy cool that you did that. Because yeah. I was like, I couldn't have uh, picked a better picture. But that's like one of my all-time favorite pictures. That one. Yeah, it's a great so one. So good. Um, Later's on the Menjays, everyone. <laughs>